in a uh, recent conversation with a friend, he made an observation that made me think about common misperceptions about the contemplative life. He didn't say or conceive of anything wrongly. He just uh, triggered my thoughts about it. He said, uh, for a contemplative, you seem very active. And uh, I wasn't offended by it or disturbed by it or anything like that. A few things are really important to understand about the contemplative life. And it's, I don't have a claim, I don't claim to be a contemplative. I think that would be a, a violation of humility, really. Um, but I do claim to live, to seek to live the contemplative life. But what does that mean? Well, that means that uh, I'm living a life or I seek to live a life of prayer and decesis, meaning which are conducive to the two contemplative graces. So uh, what is contemplation? Contemplation is this um, state of being, if you will, that wherein a person is deeply oriented to God. And, and it's, it's a state that leads one to um, deep sanctification and even uh, is true in all of the lives of the saints. So it's no small thing uh, to desire it or to seek it. But so the contemplative life uh, orients the soul to the graces of contemplation. So the contemplative life, as I said, is a life of prayer and ascesis. Meaning that prayer is given primacy of place in terms of how one orders their life. Well, what does that mean specifically? It means that when a person is seeking to live the contemplative life, they will um, specifically orient their, their days and the things that they do and the way that they spend their time to ensure that prayer uh, happens in substantive moments or periods and that with the goal of that also extending out into the day, which is really actually normative in terms of the progress of mental prayer. So anyone who lives a contemplative life, it would be normal to uncover that they spend you know uh, hours a day in prayer even if they are people who are um, involved in normal kinds of business activities or whatever so even when i was president of ewtn news i you know i knew because of my own poverty that i needed to retain you know to protect my prayer life and so i i spent hours of prayer a day there and I never cut down in my prayer life. In fact, I increased it as my responsibilities increased just because of my own poverty. But the person living the contemplative life is has the disposition or the awareness and then the related disposition that 
they must uh, pray, <laughs> I think, is a common feeling um, among people living the life. Um, but it doesn't mean that a person can't be active while they live the contemplative life. Uh, the activity, the question is, is the activity of that person marked by prayer, whether in desire or in actuality? So what does that mean? Well, anyone who's living the contemplative life must spend a substantive amount of time in prayer every day. That said, what normatively occurs when a person spends a great deal of time in mental prayer, and particularly, we're speaking of mental prayer, let's say in the morning, which is the most common, uh, the most common time, that bleeds into the day. And over the years, what generally happens, or what normatively occurs, is that prayer begins to permeate their life. So. Um, what does that look like? Well, there, there have been many days in my life, I'm gonna make it sound like it's too few, but I'll, it's, it's fairly common that, um, that I have uh, the ability to pray while I'm working. So what that doesn't look like, it doesn't look like you know, petitions and constantly saying, well, Lord, give me this, or what should I do next? It's nothing like that. It's just a constant loving attentiveness to the presence of God. And, and we, one of the things that we teach is that we should work at the pace of prayer, try to live at the pace of prayer. So the way that we manage, the way that I manage my schedule is I don't ever have back-to-back -back meetings unless somebody's you know, scheduling for me and they're not doing the right thing. And I, so um, I don't try to get so much done that my intensity uh, rises to a certain point at which I can no longer pray and work. So that we call that the pace of prayer. So you have to work below that intensity line of where um, prayer and work uh, Prayer is not possible. So, where I'm sorry to protect prayer so that it is possible, right? I think you understand. So, the contemplative life lived by cloistered nuns is a life uh, that is not very active. Though every cloistered nun has duties every day. You know, somebody's got to got to uh, clean the laundry. Somebody's got to wash the dishes, somebody's got to prepare the food, somebody's got to clean the place, you know. So there's no, there are no times in which uh, a contemplative is, is purely inactive, if you will. But even in the cloistered life, which is the most intense form of contemplative life, there's activity and action uh, related to the necessities of life. So as a layperson, to live the contemplative life is more active than, of course, a cloistered nun. But the fundamental secret is living at or the pace of prayer, or not exceeding a kind of pace of life that it, that exceeds the pace of prayer, so that you can always foster in 
all that you do, at, like when you're talking with someone, when you're cleaning the dishes, when you're doing the laundry, whatever's going on, when you're working, when you're, you know, when you're leading an organization, when you're performing a job function, that as you do it, you're able to uh, allow for an orientation of your heart and mind to God. So I hope this helps in understanding what it means to live the contemplative life. And if you want to learn more, um, head out to apostoliva.org, A-P-O-S-T-O-L-I-V-I-A-E.org. And uh, there's courses on mental prayer and all that you might need to learn what it means to come to union with God. May Jesus Christ be praised now and forever. Amen.